And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for tuning in today. Today's show, we're going to focus on single-family rental home purchasing and investing. We're going to talk about the current market conditions, especially compared to market conditions just six months ago. What a drastic change we have had in such a, a short amount of time. And then do our best to look forward and see or predict our best prediction for the next six months, 12 months going forward. Now, we can read all the articles we want about this. However, I think it would be much better to talk to somebody who is essentially boots on the ground and involved in the purchasing of rental real estate property, especially here in North Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I have a guest on the show to help us navigate that conversation. But before we get to that, I want you listeners out there to to realize that because of the economic conditions we are experiencing right now, and there's four cycles to the economy, and obviously we're in that downturn cycle. I don't think we've hit the bottom yet by any means, and, and you never know when you hit the bottom because everything is retrospective, right? It's looking back, and then you can kind of judge where you've, where you've been. But personally for me, I don't think we have hit the bottom of the cycle. However, we as real estate investors have not stopped investing. We are still purchasing rental assets. Yes, home prices are coming down. Why? Because interest rates and assets are in a reciprocal relationship. What does that mean? Well, when money was cheap, right, and the value of money is an interest rate, when money was cheap, assets were expensive. Now that money is expensive, the cost of money is expensive, interest rates are up, then asset pricing must come down to compensate. People are going to have to make some decisions if they want to sell their properties. And for those who, that must sell, they're going to have to just accept that they're going to sell at a lower price today than they could six months ago, than they could 12 months ago. And if we keep going down, we might see an equilibrium of prices a year or two in the past. So when rates are low, the seller essentially can demand a higher price. When rates are high, not so much because people just simply, a lot of people are priced out. They can't afford it. They can't essentially pay the additional interest required to buy that asset. Now that we're in the downturn, we are currently in what we would call a buyer's market. Now my guest on the show today, Danny Gentry. Danny is a realtor with Lifestyles Unlimited. He's on part of the realty team here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Danny, welcome to the show. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, glad to be on. Appreciate you having me. Excellent. Um, if you would, going forward, why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourself? So a little bit about me. Um, for about the last, well, I've been in the insurance industry as an insurance producer at my dad's insurance, independent insurance agency for the last 10 plus years. And that's where my background is. 
And insurance became monotonous, boring, the same thing over and over again. And I got tired of it and decided, you know what, I've always had a passion for real estate. And so I got my license about three and a half years ago and uh, started getting involved in that part-time along with still selling insurance and decided that uh, doing real estate full-time is what I wanted to do. And uh, I I came across Lifestyles to a client friend of mine who recommended that I take a look at it and get educated and join the program. And I joined myself earlier this year as a member and uh, started looking for opportunities to buy and never found a property that fit my criteria, what I was looking for. And throughout that process, Lifestyles sent out a blast to uh, all the members asking if they were interested in uh, joining the team as an agent. And I felt that was a perfect opportunity, perfect timing for me. And so back in April of this year, I made that jump from my current broker over to Lifestyles Realty Dallas. And uh, I love it. It's been the best decision that I've ever made. I didn't know that you had joined as a member prior to that uh, at all. So that's, that's interesting. And why don't you explain just for the listener out there what your role is? Because we do have different levels of membership and when you go to the upper levels of our membership, then you have access to essentially the realty services that Lifestyles Unlimited offers. So, Danny, explain that for our, what what it is you do, what your role is. So, I'm a single-family uh, realtor within Dallas in our, our office. Uh, I take care of our preferred and our challenge members uh, that are looking for properties. Uh, I blast out properties on a weekly basis, and members can respond back to me with the quest analysis and review my comps and uh, so on and so forth. And then members also come to me asking to help them sell either their personal primary residence and help them buy a new primary residence and also sell their rental portfolio that they need assistance with. So, Danny, why don't you describe what what makes a, a good rental property? What are we looking for? Uh, you know, there's a lot of different criteria there that we could look for, and some people are more picky than others. Uh, but a, a good property is going to be one that, uh, for us, is distressed. I mean, we look for properties that are below market value that we can go in and rehab and bring up to today's market value and, and one that's going to cash flow. And there's several metrics that go involved into the calculations of those properties. But a good property that is the, the typical 3-2 uh, house, uh, brick that's, you know, 1950s or newer, preferably, uh, but one that's uh, got some work that needs to be done to it. And it's a good area uh, location-wise, and it's just one of the worst properties in the neighborhood that needs some love and care and be able to bring that up to today's value and put a renter in it. That was hard for me to overcome. I purchased a rental property before I joined Lifestyles Unlimited, and it, it was a lesson I learned, but I bought a really nice property, right? I bought a four-bedroom, three-bath, crown molding, wood floors throughout, um, not just a, a good neighborhood. I, I would consider it an up-and-coming great neighborhood. And it was a newer property because in my mindset, I was thinking, oh, it's got to be a super nice place to rent out. And, and what happened was I got, I got some upper-end people obviously the home rented immediately um, but they're the good credit people that were essentially being transferred down here and what I found was no one would stay in the property more than a year in fact 
they were asking to get out of the property earlier, and, and I just didn't want to pay the fees to release or anything like that. So that was counterintuitive to me. So yes, the model is good neighborhood, distressed property, and it's pretty amazing how many distressed properties are out there. How do you how do you find these properties, Danny? I've developed relationships with uh, a lot of wholesalers out there. I've developed quite a few uh, friendships and relationships with my wholesalers that are out there. And uh, they either email blast to me or they'll send me a text with an update of particular properties that they have um, available to our members uh, to get, um, as well as MLS. MLS has some good deals out there. Um, but primarily, I search uh, through Facebook groups that are out there and be able to provide uh, those relationships that I've developed over the last few months. Yeah, I've learned that if a property hits MLS, one, it probably doesn't meet our criteria. And two, if if, if you have your search and it's at a certain price and, and you look at it, you're often late to the game. So you're selling, you're finding properties and offering those to our members that essentially haven't even quote unquote, hit the official market. Um, it's kind of a, a, what do they call that? A pocket deal? is What's the term for that? Pocket deal, yes. Off market. Pocket deal. Because these wholesalers know certain neighborhoods and people that, we all see the signs, right? Sell your home today or I buy ugly homes or something like that. So these guys find sellers and they're putting them together with buyers. And so that's how your relationship comes into play, essentially. Um, and then for the listeners, I want, I want people to understand, people are always having to sell a property for whatever reason. Um, Danny, what are you seeing some of the reasons why folks are having to get out of these properties uh, or they're just not taking care of them? There's various reasons. I mean, I, I don't really hear a whole lot of stories of why they're needing to get out, um, whether yeah. it's a, a foreclosure or it's a divorce situation or just, it's just, there's just a financial stress and needing to get rid of the property. Yeah, I remember looking at uh, talking about distressed properties um, when I was knee deep into it. I, there was a property that uh, essentially I was tagged on and went to go see it. And I, uh, my youngest daughter was with me. And I think she was about seven. Um, and the house was locked. And so I went around to the backyard and there was a dead cat in the backyard. And it wasn't rotten or anything. I mean, I guess it was just freshly died and the foot was sticking straight up. And there was a couple windows that were broken. There was a hole in the roof. The fence was blown down. Um, the grass was waist deep. And I just looked at my youngest daughter. I was like, gosh, this house is perfect. And I mean, she was crying and, and ran away. Um, and I and I didn't get the house, unfortunately, but it would have been uh, a perfect house. So Danny, when you're looking at these houses, what's most attractive to what are people wanting? Are they wanting cash flow? Are they wanting cash on cash return uh, metrics? Are they wanting equity capture? Is one more important than the other? It's really a combination of all of those factors. It kind of depends on the investor, particularly what they're looking for. Um, I've got investors that are uh, fairly recent retired or about to be retired and cash flows their their motto, what they're looking for. And I have other folks that are newer to the game and all they care about uh, equity capture, how high they can get it. And then I've got some that really want low cash out of pocket and are fine with a mixture of the numbers. So it's really a combination of just where the investor is at in their, their process. You had a, get, a great one that came out, I don't know if it was yesterday or over the weekend, but I was looking at the email and I just want the listener to understand it was a $38,000 equity capture 
It was a 12.5% cash-on-cash return and only $26,000 out of pocket. That I mean, that, that sounds like a great deal to me. Do you remember what the rehab cost would have been, Danny? And I want to talk about that on the other side, um, Why that, how that comes into play with essentially the math here. That particular one I don't recall, but I want to say it was around 60000 60000 was the rehab cost, yet the buyer was only going to pay $26,000 out of pocket. Now, I, I guarantee people listening to us right now are saying, Wait a second, how is that even possible that you're going to only pay $26,000 for a house? You're going to make $38,000 when you buy it, yet the rehab is sixty. Danny, keep that in mind because we're going to hit that on the other side. My name's Mike Harrison. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. I don't know which one bums you out more, the, the little wheel, you get in the little wheel and run, or the cubicle. Go to your prison cubicle. Think about being in prison every day. What do you do? You get up every day and stand in your cubicle. Maybe sit in your cubicle. What do you do when you go to work every day? Go to the cubicle. I couldn't put up with it when I was there. I had to get out. Ready to get out too? Learn how at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You allowed 15,000 members into your sandbox. Thank you. And so that speaks volumes. So for that and at the family. So you know why I did that? Everybody always asks, why did you do this? Because I was an ugly kid. My parents used to have to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. And so I always wanted to have friends, and I figured if I could make people rich, they might be my friend. Join Dell and his successful friends. Start with the free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. If you have any questions or comments for me, my email address is askmike at luinc.com. Askmike at luinc.com. Dot com. If you'd like to learn more about what it is we do as real estate investors, how we make money five different ways on single-family properties, six different ways on multifamily properties, I invite you to join our free workshop, and you can find that at freeworkshoplivestream.com, freeworkshoplivestream.com. It's interactive. We'll show you exactly those five different streams of income on the single-family property. We've talked about several of those today. For instance, cash-on-cash return, equity capture, those sort of things. And also, you'll see how we run our business and how we invest in real estate. It's how I started. So again, that's freeworkshoplivestream.com. I have a guest on the show today, uh, Danny Gentry. He's a realtor with our Realty Services team here at the Dallas-Fort Worth Lifestyles Unlimited office and and what Danny does as a realtor. So we have our own realty team, okay? And what Danny does is he sorts through essentially opportunities, opportunities, right? These houses that are for sale, and he's going to go through and he's going to do the math 
beforehand, okay? So you can find properties on your own or you can utilize our service and it, it comes with upper level membership. But essentially what Danny does is he finds this property that a wholesaler has. He says, the wholesaler's like, hey Danny, I've got one for sale. Here's what they want to sell it for. And then Danny's going to go in and he's going to go, okay, what should this property be worth? Because this is a distressed property. For instance, let's say everything in the neighborhood is selling for 225000 but suddenly this owner, and there's going to be a reason why, but follow me here, is selling this house for one hundred and fifty. So immediately Danny's going to do the math and go, wow, there's a potential opportunity. How much is the rehab going to be? And then based on that, if it's a good deal, if it has a solid return, he's going to send out what's called an email blast. Now our members can subscribe to these email blasts and it'll come across and I saw one literally just this morning I was looking at my email that Danny himself sent out this property has a $38,000 equity capture it has a 12.5% cash on cash return where can you put your money today that will pay you 12.5% by the way when done right that that's going to be tax-free so essentially a hundred thousand dollar investment although that that's not how much is going to go in this house, but for simple Aggie math, a $100,000 investment would pay you $12,500 per year. But this particular property, $38,000 equity capture, 12.5% return, yet it was only $26,000 out of pocket and it needed $60,000 in repairs. Danny, how is that even possible that somebody can go write a check for $26,000 yet have the ability to put $60,000 worth of repairs into a property? Well, they're using uh, what's called hard money, um, using uh, other people's money, not their own, in order to buy that asset. Uh, they're using hard money to uh, close quickly. A lot of places want to sell their house quickly, and conventional is going to take long, so they're able to not use their own cash. They're using other people's cash. And that was, again, that was interesting for me to learn once I joined Lifestyles Unlimited because I told you I bought the really nice property, right? The one that's already perfectly fixed up, uh, bought that and leased it out. But here at Lifestyles, we find these distressed properties. And it's it's incredible what you can come across because let's say some somebody's had a house for 40 years for whatever reason and, and maybe they've passed away or or maybe the family has decided to sell the house. But imagine a a 40 or 50 year old house that literally has had no maintenance. I mean, everything inside it is broken. Uh, the roof is dilapidated. The siding's dilapidated. Maybe the windows work. Maybe they don't. Maybe the appliances don't work. But what a hard money lender does, what Danny mentioned, let's go back to that neighborhood where every property is worth $225,000, yet you're buying the property for only 125 or 150. What a hard money lender does and I had never even heard of this before, but they lend on the final value of the asset. So the lender saying, that's not a $125,000 house, that's a $225,000 house provided you do, and here's a list of repairs that need to be done. And based on that, there's enough money within the loan to pay for the repairs. So that's how somebody could come along, they could purchase this property, they can write a check for $26,000, immediately make 38000 so immediately they make all their money back, plus then built in the asset. So that's that's kind of the deals that Danny will find and he'll send out. All right, Danny, let's talk about that um, 
600-pound gorilla in the room. Everything I'm reading, interest rates are in the sevens, six or sevens, in my opinion, potentially going up further. However, I know that lenders need to lend, right? They need to stay in business uh, because that's what they do. They have to pay their people. So what's the reality of what are you really seeing as far as interest rates go to um, investors like myself? The interest rates are actually coming down a little bit within the last few weeks. They've been in the low to mid sixes, and now it's the time to buy. I don't sit and wait until those interest rates keep climbing in the sevens and eights and higher uh, where they were several months ago. So now would be the time to buy. I mean, I've seen people lock in in low sixes. I've seen people in the, the sevens. Uh, people want to buy down the rate. That's still a possibility as well. My first property I purchased was at 5.5, fun fact. Um, And really, the interest rate is only one factor in making this entire deal work, essentially, right? If it cash flows at a 5 or a 6 or a 7, and that's what the rate is you're going to get, at the end of the day, the interest rate doesn't matter because you have the additional cash that's coming in, provided that cash flow is at a level that meets your strategy or the parameters that you've set for yourself. If you say, I need to make $300 a month, uh, or I need to make this percent a return, and and let's go back to that one that just came out within the last two days that you sent out, um, that was a 12.5% cash on cash return. And that's baking in these upper level interest rates. So money's expensive. The assets are going to have to come down, but it's all, it's reciprocal. It's all got to equal, equalize out. And Danny, you're not going to send out anything that's got negative cash flow. Is there, what, are there some parameters on what you're sending out or, or what do you look for? Or is there a level that you're seeking before you send it out? Of course. And there's certain criteria that has to fit in order for us to send out a property that's going to fit the the member the the investors in goal. I mean, it's, it's got to have equity capture. It's got to have cash flow and the rental rate, and plugging in all the figures between adding the insurance and the property taxes. There's there's different variables that come to play to make sure it fits our members before I send it out. Yeah, it makes sense. What percentage are you having to go back to the wholesaler and say? this doesn't work or do you push stuff back and then the wholesaler goes back to the owner and asks for a lower price? Is, is there any negotiation on that end before it, it comes out? That does happen for sure. Uh, if if it, we sit on it for a couple of days and there's no movement, then I will definitely go back to the wholesaler, I'd say maybe 10% of the time, and we're able yeah. to get a, a rate reduction on it. Yeah. Yeah. So the wholesaler has to go back to the owner and basically have a conversation about um, reality, right? Hey, uh, you want this, right? There's there's what we want, and then there's what the property will sell for. And especially if it's a distressed property, then I can tell you that pretty much eliminates uh, the majority of, of people that aren't real estate investors. They're not necessarily looking for a project um, out there. So it's only real estate investors that are buying it. Um, so yeah, good to know that you can push back and say, hey, if you know if you drop it another twenty grand, then I can potentially find a buyer for that property. So let's go to those first time real estate investors. I can tell you, I'm the guy that 
joined lifestyles because I wanted to learn how to be more effective. And yet it still took me six months to purchase my first property. If you can imagine that, um, what's the time frame that you're seeing from uh, new members to their first purchase? Depends on if they have their ducks in a row. <laughs> if yeah. they've got the financing ready to go and they have a game plan, they met with their mentor, they know what their their game plan, their map is going to be. Uh, then there's others that are uh, going to be the type B person that are going to be all about the numbers and paralysis analysis, and it's going to take them anywhere between three to six, nine, or 12 months before they buy that first one. So it, it varies. I'd say three to six is typical. That was me. Um Boy, I just I knew I was onto something, but I was overcoming. I'll, I'll tell you, I can sum it up. Um, Blake Johnson, uh, who's who's one of our GCs, uh, who does rehab for people like myself, he basically has a, a sticker that he gives you, and it says, um, "It's not your house; it's your investment," or something along those lines. And he's like, "Harrison, this is an investment. You have to think of it as an investment." And I had to overcome, I mean, that first house, literally, I showed up and I looked at it and I told my, I was, I was turning around, I was getting back in my truck. The windows were kicked out. The AC was gone. The hot water heater was gone. Um, some weird room had been painted all black and I didn't know what they were using it for. They had cut holes in the wall so they can, uh, uh, essentially they cut hole through one wall so that they can walk directly into a bathroom rather than have to go through the master's bedroom and I called back and I said, I'm not buying this property. And it was one of the realtors at Lifestyles and basically said, Harrison, if you don't buy this property, I've got 20 people that will buy this property. Um, so I bought it. Are, are you seeing some people crawfish at the actual, once they see the property, they'll say yes and then go see it. And then what's the reaction? Oh, yes, that happens quite often. Uh, they get scared of the current condition and just if, if it doesn't look nice, new and pristine, like uh, the house to do online or their own house, they get scared of it. They, they get scared of those exact things. And I would typically that's the type of property that we see is those that um, have weeds in the yard or cars in the yard, a house full of junk um, or just a, a distressed property that has not been maintained and taken care of. People, um, they're imagining themselves living in this property in these conditions. And yes, the fact is people will live in these properties in these conditions. However, we're not slumlords. And it's amazing what a great GC can do to a property. It's going to be nice, clean, and pristine after the rehab. That property we were talking about earlier was sixty thousand dollars. Do you know what you can do to a house with sixty thousand dollars? How about new carpet, new tile, new appliances, new paint? Uh, change out all the doorknobs. Change out all the electrical fixtures. Um, I'm probably leaving twenty things out uh, that these people do. New blinds in the windows. Um, it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, Danny, I, I know you know who David Fisher is, but he basically says that if a house smells like cat pee, it's a good investment. And as funny as that saying sounds, he's absolutely correct in, in his uh, on it. Are, are most of these houses, are they empty by the time they turn? Or, I mean, I know you're dealing with wholesalers. Are we having to get people out? What's going on there? 
Most of them are empty. There's a handful here and there that are either occupied by another tenant or the actual uh, homeowner, but 90% of the time they are empty. It's, uh, we're going in pretty quickly and buying it and rehabbing it moving forward with it. Gotcha. All right, Danny, I want to go back to that point. You joined Lifestyles as a member before becoming a realtor. Uh, why? Did you join Lifestyles, and what were you looking for? What turned you from the insurance industry to see that real estate was a, a good a, a good asset to invest in? Well, first and foremost, my uh, IRA was not growing as fast as I'd like to. Uh, I'm a fairly young guy. I'm in my 30s, yeah. and uh, I've got time, um, but I saw where real estate was the a vehicle, uh, if you will, uh, the opportunity to make my money grow faster um, than my own money putting into the stock market or the IRA or, or what have you. Yes, and the fact that you realize that as as young as you are, that the IRA isn't performing, um, that immediately puts you in the 5% club because I think most 30-year-olds are they're just doing what they were taught. They're doing what their peers are doing. They're doing what their parents have shown them is the best way, and that's just head down, feed the IRA, head down, feed the IRA. And the fact that you're admitting, which was it's difficult for a lot of people, but, hey, my IRA's not what it should be, and if you're projecting that forward, then there's only one other thing to do, and that's to go f- change paths, right? Change, yeah. change what you're doing. If you're doing the same thing over and over – that's insanity. So, Danny, we've got a few seconds. What would you say to anyone uh, considering investing in real estate themselves? I would say go for it. You can't, I mean, there's five ways to lose money. You, you just got to do it. You got to have faith and you got to take a leap and, and go do it. Uh, you're not going to get anywhere in life unless you do take some risk and, and go for it. Yeah. People are always going to need clean, functional housing. Um, that part's not going away. Uh, the fact that we can essentially buy these houses on sale right now is, I mean, it's something we only see every 10 or 12 years. So, Danny, thanks again. I really appreciate you taking the time. For the rest of you out there, I want you to understand it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. My name is Mike Harrison. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.